You are listening to Educational Mountains. We help you climb them! Hi, this is Scott. And this is Summer. And welcome to the Educational Mountains. This is uh, the second episode in our third season. And uh, today we're going to be talking about pursuing rhythm. <laughs> which, uh, which is not attainable. <laughs> that's right. But we realized in kind of talking about that, maybe it's a time, maybe we have new people jump into the conversation. Yeah. And we didn't introduce ourselves uh, last episode. So we're going to go back a little bit and just talk for a moment about who we are and, and yeah. why we... Uh, we are doing uh, this podcast, and um, yeah, because we started a new we started a um, media page on Facebook, and I know we have several new viewers there, so um, this is probably a good time. Yeah, to tell perfect. Them what we're doing and why we're doing it. Why don't um, you introduce yourself first, Ben? Okay, so um, my name is Summer, and I am a school counselor. Um, I'm currently. Uh, in my fourth year with the same district, love it. I um, think it's a great district to be at, at a new elementary school, getting a little more hours than normal, but um, I love my job. Um, it's one of many jobs, obviously. I'm a mom and wife first. Um, absolutely love that as well. Um, but I work part-time as a school counselor and um, it's something I just kind of was told I was good at and I was like you know I'm gonna take a couple classes in counseling check it out and uh, I really enjoyed it surprisingly to me and um, was just thankful for the people in my life that spoke into me and, and so I should go for it and so here I am many 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 years later um, and that's that many <laughs> I feel like it is sometimes <laughs> um, enjoying I mean, enjoying what I get paid for so much. Um, I get to work with the current school I'm at is a pre-K through sixth grade. Um, and uh, I'm just just loving, uh, even in this COVID time, talking to parents and getting them, just giving them the resources they need, getting, um, just being an ear for all the, all the stuff they're going through, we're all going through together and um, commiserating with them a little bit and uh, supporting their students in, in the areas that every area I can possibly do, you know, with being online still. Um, but I just, I really enjoy it. And I thought, you know, why not take our conversations about education and how we want to, you know, grow in our jobs and also um, connecting with parents. I just feel like there's just so many parents out there. I know for me, mm -hmm. be, especially before I became a school counselor, um, I had a few other jobs that were in, a, in schools, but I just, I, I just feel like there's a lack of connection of what's happening in our schools. You know, some parents work full on, uh, full time, and, and they don't get over to their schools to volunteer, or maybe their school isn't super communicative. Um, and you really need to know what information out there is going on, or at least have something you're listening to that makes you go, hmm, I need to ask that question mm -hmm. of my principal or of my kid's teacher or, 
you know, and that's what this podcast is all about is just to really um, get your brain going, hopefully. Um, And hopefully we'll make you laugh a little bit too, because you gotta, you gotta laugh through all this stuff. Um, But yeah, and, and, and just to get your brain going to, to make sure you're informed. And also, if you're living in our area, obviously, you'll, you'll get informed of these things in our state of California. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get more informed of the political stuff going on between schools and home. So um, anyway, that's my why, I guess. Yeah, so uh, my name is Scott, and uh, I'm a principal here at the best school. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I mean probably in the world but definitely in the northern california area um but uh, just an incredible middle school sixth seventh and eighth grade students and um i've uh extraordinarily blessed to have been there this is my fourth year there before that i spent three years as educational coordinator uh, educational technology coordinator at the same district that summer works in Mm -hmm. and um before that, I spent seven years as a special education teacher. So, um, so I've been in education for 14 years professionally. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was an aide and things like that. But, um, you know, education is something I'm deeply passionate about. I I talk about it. I think about it. I process through. Um, and I love it. And when I talk to parents... And as a parent, you know, we have three three young kids, first grade, third grade, and fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time processing through what the best thing is for totally. the kids. And how do we yeah. move forward? And how do you have conversations? How do you integrate with technology well? How do you talk about curriculum and, and get and I think to myself, man, if it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. How and we're can, in it. Yeah, yeah, we're in it. I mean, this is what we have master's degree in and yeah. years of education. And it's still hard. It and, you know, for us, it was just kind of an opportunity to sit down and just be like, man, if we could make this process a little bit easier for mm-hmm. for ha- for families out there, awesome. Like, yeah. that's that's what we want to do. That's what we're all about. So, um so anyway, that's a little bit about us mm-hmm. and kind of what we're doing and why we have this platform. You know, I, I teach some college classes around topics. We talk at events at our church or mm-hmm. schools around technology integration yeah. or engaging with families and stuff like that. But but really, it's just that that heart of this is what we're talking about. This is what we're thinking about. It may as well sit down and record it and put mm-hmm. it out there. Hope it helps. Hope it helps you all. Absolutely. All right, so let's uh, get into the uh, the episode. So let's start with uh, kind of what we've been working on uh, mm-hmm. the, the past a few days, and uh, that is really just kind of setting them for success. Uh, we have some projects. We've been at this house for a year, yeah. and mm-hmm. there has been this uh, troll under the bridge project that uh, <laughs> I have been. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> not wanting to deal with, and that is our garage. Yes, we have things boxes in our garage from a year ago. Never I have unpacked. not. 
and it is so, I mean, I have stubbed my toes on oh. so many things in there. It's absolutely horrible. Now, I have been convinced that since I can find things, <laughs> that it's okay. That's so not true. <laughs> That's not, uh -huh. not right. But now we're getting into the school year and realizing that we actually need to have a place that we can work yes. and quiet yes. away from the kids because... Yeah. I have to work from home, and Summer has to work mm -hmm. from home, and the kids have school from home, and uh, yeah. we don't have space for all that. So, no, especially um, when there's lessons and meetings, and, and not just, I mean, I'm creating lessons online or doing live Zooms, he's doing mm -hmm. live meetings, it's a lot. So we have decided to start <sighs> tackling that project, and yes. I'm happy to say we have made <laughs> progress. Uh, we've emptied out a bunch of boxes, we've cleaned out a bunch of areas, and I don't know if you guys have had those daunting things that's a little overwhelming and where you don't even know where to start. I was excited about it. Yeah. It, once we got into it, it was great. We took everything out, put it on the front yard, put everything back in, sorting yeah. through, organizing. I'd say we're about halfway there. But, halfway uh, there. It still needs some... I'd say more organizing and a few more boxes just totally gone mm -hmm. through and trolley trashed some of it and uh, yeah it's just there's so much but hey we got like a yeah set up in there now an air space we're gonna put just a desk we've got um, we've got shelving moved around mm -hmm. the way we need it to space for you for us to like work on projects house projects yeah. And then it's not a huge garage, guys. It's like a single car garage. Yeah. So you really gotta get detailed with your organizing to yes, like you the do. very last yes, foot in order to make this work, as I'm sure many of you have. But we're really trying to get everything prepared. Our kids start school next week. Mm -hmm. uh, I just finished my second week. You yeah. just finished your first week. Yeah. Um, back. So uh, and we'll go into what that is, but it's really about we're setting up for success to attain that rhythm. And we're gonna mm -hmm. be really kind of talking about that theme. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it'd be great to maybe do a brief overview of how your first week went mm -hmm. of uh, this distance learning in this uh, new yeah. school year. Huh? Yeah, well, I felt like it went really well. Um, I feel like it was much better than I anticipated in that um, my, I just love where I'm at. I just love it. I just just my love for this new spot even grew like by leaps and bounds just and for those that don't know someone started a new school yeah. this year for the first time yeah so I'm, I'm trying cute to cute little pre-k through sixth grade yes. amazing principal yes, leadership totally very thankful for her and all the staff they're just um you know they're trying to figure out everything out and but they're trying you know that's the key right there they're trying hard mm -hmm. um they really want to just help the students as much as possible mm -hmm. and along with me and so i'm sending out forms google forms to them like giving all these suggestions of what i could do for them and how and who wants what and you know who wants lessons who want you know live lessons during their synchronous learning who wants me to do you know that those lessons during asynchronous learning and for those of you parents if you've heard those two words and you were so confused about them i was too when i heard about them <laughs> as well as many teachers believe it or not 
I, I mean, we've had, I've had, heard so many teachers ask, what is this? Now explain to me one more time, you know, what this says in my contract and what this is and what this is asynchronous and synchronous. So synchronous learning is when you are live with the students. And um, if your teacher's learning during a live Zoom with them or a live lesson, um, that is synchronous learning. And basically the way I kind of put it is if everybody's doing the same thing at the same time, it's synchronous. Sure. So it could be everybody's working on a project collaboratively right. or work in Google Docs doing edits, stuff like that. Sure. But it, it's kind of like class time. Right. But if you're doing asynchronous learning, it's like the teacher get, says, here, do finish up these assignments for the day and the students on there or watch this video, you know, some point today. The, the, the students then during that asynchronous time, they're not on with their teacher may or may not be on with other students, but they are doing this other work that mm -hmm. their teachers assigned to them, that their teachers not necessarily on a live Zoom or anything else. Well, it's them. interesting because it's, really it's, cool. it's, it's all, it's all mm -hmm. I mean, that's homework, right? right? I mean, totally. like we aren't, these aren't new concepts, no, but they're but, new verbiage. Yeah, they're new language, yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully that gives you some information on that, but yeah, it's, it's just figuring all that out with the, these teachers and what they need for me. So my week, you know, and I, you know, a lot my, my, my school, what I'm going to be doing, I think a lot of this year is doing individual counseling, particularly this school. I've got tons of referrals from parents, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm really excited to, that's just going to help me meet these kids, to be honest with you. So I'm really thankful the parents are just welcoming me into their home, which is literally what they're doing with the Zooms. And, um, allowing me to work with their students um, for the first time. And then I'll be doing some time at my office where um, according to our MOU contract, um, it's just basically my work contract, it says that I can uh, do individual counseling. Um, so no other stu students, just one at a time. Um, if the parents agree, obviously we take all the COVID procedures that we have to mask and six mm -hmm. feet apart and all that stuff. Uh, but I'm thinking like a day a week, I'll go in and like take one of my afternoons office hours to do those. I don't think there'll be a lot of parents mm -hmm. who let their kids do that, but for the few that do, um, that'll be available for them. So I'm thinking, anyway, I'm thinking a lot of individual counseling online and a little bit in person. And then I've got this really cool curriculum called Kelso's Choice that helps students just understand the process of choice making and um, definitely geared for elementary students, I think third grade and below. Um, great curriculum. If you're a fellow counselor out there, I would check it out. Um, super easy to do this step-by-step -step process, super fun. There's a cute little uh, frog who is the uh, mascot of the curriculum, mm. I guess you could say, and his name is Kelso. Uh, so check it out, fellow counselors. Um, you might like it. And let's see, what else am I doing? Oh, mindfulness. So teaching, it, which is basically just mindfulness uh, is just being aware of what's going on in your mind, your heart, this, the environment around you, and then being able to take steps in growth, period emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, in the, in the, in the midst of whatever environment you're in or whatever emotion you're feeling, go walk forward. 
and um, a lot of the teachers have requested mindfulness lessons. They take like 10 to 15 minutes and I'm doing it during a lot of synchronous learning time where, um, you know, they just feel like they're doing these lessons really helps students calm down, lower stress levels and um, work on their breathing to get um, their vagus nerve um, ignited and for those of you who parents you've heard maybe you've heard your kid mention that term vagus nerve um, and you don't know what it is it's the nerve that runs um, one of the main nerves that runs up through your spine and goes into your neck into your brain and it releases um, a relaxing hormone uh, into your brain a calming hormone when you um, do deep breaths because those deep breaths from your stomach push on organs and those organs push on that nerve right behind in your spine and then that's igniting the vagus nerve so this calming nerve that um, again only is ignited through really deep mm -hmm. slow breaths and so I go through a lot of that working with the kids on breathing it's very scientific um, scientifically proven process and um, just helps the kids slow down you know there's just been so much craziness and I think I need changing. some of that I know you do I <laughs> work yeah yeah um I mean done it with our own kids and talked to them with them about it and um it's just it's we gotta all slow down and yeah. and uh take a breath and um be able to when our mind is calm we make better choices mm -hmm. We can work through those hard emotions mm -hmm. if you're feeling them. Um, and that's what these mindfulness lessons all are all about, mm -hmm. is help kids do that. And I think a lot of students need that right now, as well as teachers. Mm -hmm. I had one of my teachers doing it along with us, mm -hmm. and she loved it. She said it was great afterwards. It really helped her, too. So anyway, that's what my first week looked like, and I'm looking forward to the second week. That's week one? That is week one. We are. You are doing a ton. Uh, we're hopping. Yeah. I, I will say this week is our second week, and uh, I appreciate my team so much. They're working hard. Our students are working hard. Their parents are working hard. Uh, but this isn't easy. And uh, this week was a week of uh, a big wins, big struggles, kind of working through things. Our team worked a ton over the summer to develop a really good distance learning plan mm -hmm. and but uh as uh, as i think uh uh they say about warren things like that the as soon as he, it gets real <laughs> kind of the point the chinks in the armor yeah. start to fall apart thank god that we uh have done the work but um yeah. definitely realizing that there's some areas that we need to pivot Sure. We need to adjust and we need to move forward. So uh, definitely had some good movement to that end. Um, and I felt this week that we started to kind of settle in and realize that oh, this yeah. is it's going to be a while. So I uh, had some great uh, parent meetings, um, had a, you know, 150 parents show up for a Zoom parent meeting, FAQ mm -hmm. section thing talking about how things are going um learned a lot i mean it's it's just learning yeah learning totally. every day that's all it is this year is all learning oh flexible adaptable flexible mm -hmm. and adaptable it's just and it's and i will say constant. this week i got real excited mm -hmm. and i just kept thinking about 
man, how's, how are things going to change? And what's going to be different? Um, but, uh, but one of the things, and this is kind of a topic for this week, but one of the things that I really kind of got into thinking about is pursuing rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this came up, um, so I'm, my sport of choice is long distance open water swimming. Yep. Uh, so uh, three days a week, me and a buddy of mine uh, wake up at 4 or 3.30 in the morning. Very dedicated. Go out to a local lake, and we swim anywhere between a mile and a half and three miles. <laughs> um, freezing cold water, you know, 56 degrees yeah. <laughs> out there. And, um, and you know, we, we love it. But one of the things that you find, especially when you're going on those long swims, two, three-mile swims where you're out there for two hours, um, you get into this rhythm, and there's this flow your your body your stroke your breathing everything kind of is in sync and you just feel like you're floating and flying and and your body is so in tune that you aren't even thinking about what's happening in front of you you're just going and 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 at those times you can really accomplish a ton but you aren't panicked and it's one of the things that that I've thought about as a school leader at my school and in my home yeah. is how can you do that? One of my goals is to be able to look back and be like, man, we did a lot. We accomplished so much, but never being overwhelmed through it. And I think finding that rhythm is is where I'm really focused on now. How can how can we take what we've learned in the first couple of weeks of school? How can we create that home balance, that life balance, that work balance, that physical fitness balance, and kind of get into that groove and that rhythm. Yeah. So in that pursuit of rhythm, uh, there's three specific things that I am focusing on. And I encourage that uh, you guys to focus on uh, as well. And that first one is focus. Okay. I think I just said focus about six times in a row in this <laughs> sentence. Um, I thought you might catch that, but I didn't want to say anything. Focus, focus, focus. <laughs> <laughs> but being focused, being streamlined in your thought process and your target that you're going for. I can say for me, I have a rule right now in um, yeah, with my staff that if it's not about distance learning, how we improve distance learning, how we gain relationships with distance learning, if I'm not talking about something that is directly pertinent to right now today, yeah. shut me up <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only thing I want to be talking about. They will. And they will. <laughs> I I only want to be talking about how can we make our school better? How can we make our process better? Yeah. Same thing in, in my home right now. We are focused on how can we prepare? How can we get ready? How are we focused? We have a real tight focus on this, mm-hmm. this time. And I think that that's incredibly important well, for you educators out there, for principals, for counselors, for parents, just being really focused right now. Mm-hmm. So important. Well, and, and not to say that some of those things aren't going to fail, 
you know, especially when the kids start school here, because they will, that's just inevitable. Um, but then you tweak them and you, you change them and you find something that works, mm-hmm. you know, try something else <laughs> mm-hmm. to get that thing. And it, I just think you can't, you can't ever have all your ducks in a row. It's no. just not possible, but you can, you can at least set yourself up for success best you know how. And instead of trying to complain about all the things that aren't going right. And there's so many things <laughs> right that now. we can complain. I can tell you uh, when, when I have a parent meeting, yeah. there's so many things. But I tell parents, I say, yeah. listen, we are talking about this. I know we can talk about we can talk about masks. We can talk about mm-hmm. how our kids are going to come back to school. We can talk about safety protocols. We can talk about this yeah. and that. We aren't talking about that now. Right. We're talking about distance learning. Right. So because that's a reality. Right now, the best. Yeah. Now that's not to say that you can't talk about equity, access, um, budget. I mean, there's so many different things to talk about. But through that lens of distance learning, how are we going to use that to either get students in class or where we're at distance learning or get students in their seats. Those are the two things that, that we're focused on. And I encourage you guys, it doesn't have to be those things, but just having a focus right now. So you guys are getting two different approaches and perspectives, obviously right now, because for me, you know, Scott has to do it that way as the principal for me as a counselor, you know, I'm focused on listening to the burdens of parents and of students and of teachers and helping them get past that burden to then being able to focus on Mm -hmm. the distance learning and everything else because if you don't have that ear a lot of times but then that's my job you know that's what i signed up for and i'm i'm fine with it um because i do understand sometimes not everybody sometimes people can you know push right through but sometimes they need to be heard first and just validated that this is tough mm-hmm. and this is really hard and I hear you and I'm with you in this and we're gonna just we're gonna move but we're gonna go forward right now together in some way how mm-hmm. can we go forward in some way right now mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to you know getting getting our students uh, more dialed into their their learning so yeah, definitely two different approaches and perspectives, but maybe that. But I think it's depending the same on the person, thing. yeah. Because like, help. I mean, for me, I'm very um, <laughs> results oriented, <laughs> and what? and so when I look at that, I say that. But that's directly related. Like right. you, ha- you cannot ignore the social emotional aspects right. if you want results either. You have that's that's part of the sure. equation in the conversation. Well, and some people. You know they could they can't they they need to ignore the emotional part to get to the next step and then they can deal with their emotion later you know and they do Mm -hmm. deal with their emotion later other people a lot of people that can't get to 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 d unless they deal with you know c and e you know and b like there's a lot to it and and those are the emotional aspects you know you can't get to the action unless you deal with the emotion totally so um, but that's, you know, we're all different people. Well, yeah. And, and I think that it's, it's important, but I think that also really things. connects to the second point that mm-hmm. I think is really important. That's collaboration. Oh, totally. And that's really finding your sense of community. We talked about uh, this last week. Yeah. We're, I'm going to talk about it all the time, but, yeah. but leveraging your community. Each other. Uh, and, and yeah, right now we need each other so much and reaching out. 
and whatever it is, you know, there's there's essential workers out there who who just need someone to help watch their kids or develop a a plan or to help with math work. And and this is a time where we all need to come together where it's like, hey, maybe I don't have the time or the capacity to have kids at my house, but you know what I can do? Maybe I can help explain some math concept because I have a background in math. Some other kid you know, and just, in my school, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is because some parent is struggling with that or maybe you do have more time and capacity where you can take on a kid in your home and um, whatever it might be. But this is really a time for collaboration, for community building, yeah. for relying on each other. Uh, you know, I, I'm fortunate. I have a team of principals I work with and, uh, I know I don't do it as much as I should, but I know I could get on the phone anytime and be like, Hey, what's going on? How can we do this? How can we approach this? Mm-hmm. And that's so incredibly, uh, valuable, mm-hmm. uh, really trying to figure out your collaboration, your team, your community, and, and just having that vulnerability, that openness, uh, is is so uh yeah so important and i think next week we're going to be talking about that just community and relationship building and this time just things we've tried things we know about maybe we'll mm-hmm. do a little research for you guys to give you some extra ideas um that may help you out so and then the yeah. third thing that i have that's really really important and you notice that this is something particular in education that's not talked about as much as like that's workflow workflow really trying to be efficient with your time oh got it yeah Mm -hmm. and making sure that you're maximizing your workflow maximizing your time your efficiency your effectiveness Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of those things where um it's funny to say but i've just really been confronted with this sense of urgency in in the time challenge mm-hmm. that we have you know i can say as our as a team we were talking on friday about standards and, and curriculum mapping and planning because we have this beautiful plan and all this curriculum map for the year and all these things we're going to be accomplishing and you know at the end of the second week i had to sit down with the team and be like hey you know what we need to do we need to revisit those because mm-hmm. we're two weeks in and maybe we need to make some adjustments because this is hard and we aren't flying through it the way that we thought and we need to pivot and adjust adjust our workflow i think the couple things are really helpful with that be very realistic Mm -hmm. in what can be done but also try to cut the fat try to really think okay if i do this can that save time there i tell you a couple things we're doing at our school we have a shared google classroom i think i even touched on this last week but we have a shared google classroom where every teacher is a teacher in this google classroom so that means if someone comes up with a cool assessment or a cool project or a cool assignment they can toss it in there and then another teacher can just reuse that in their classroom and they don't have to recreate the wheel they don't have to recreate everything it's there super super helpful uh, we have uh, tons of resources that, that we have help uh, going out. We have a focus uh, streamlined process with how we're doing attendance tracking, how we're doing our accountability planning, 
for the state. And even though there's a lot of unknowns about those things, really trying to streamline our workflow, streamline our processes as much as possible, and, and thinking through um, that day, I think is important. Uh, so, so those are really kind of the big things. Thinking about your focus, collaboration, community, and then workflow. Just maintaining that efficiency, and that's to me, those are the three things. You know, that's uh, that could change in the next month or two. <laughs> yeah. But that's where I'm at right now in that pursuit right. of rhythm. And I think if I can get those things down, um, yeah. you know, and, and I want to tell you all. This is not. We did not title this episode uh, the uh, accomplishments of rhythm, or no. how to attain <laughs> rhythm, or how great we are at rhythm. This is the pursuit yes. of rhythm. We are pursuing this yes. it, where we're at, yeah. and um, I just encourage you guys, wherever you guys are at, um, to just take that time and pursue rhythm mm -hmm. if you got and uh, we're going to take a quick little uh, break for a, a quick ad and then we'll jump back in and we're back and uh, just want to close out with some good news Yay. that was happening good thing. <laughs> and uh <laughs> The first thing is uh, I started a new podcast with yeah. my dad. It's yes. called uh, Dynamic <laughs> <laughs> Dynamic and Dramatic Solutions. Yay! Dad's podcast. I so, like it. Dynamic and Dramatic Solutions. And it's very good, you guys. I've listened to part of the, well, all of the pretty much all of the first episode, and it's really awesome. It's just really smooth listening. Uh, funny, it's like easy. smooth jazz. It's like smooth jazz. That's what it reminds me of. I really like it. His, his dad's a great conversationalist, has a lot of knowledge, and um, I'm really glad they're doing this. Yeah, and Check it is it not like this. No, it is very, not different. very different. Very different. <laughs> we don't talk about this stuff. Yeah. I mean, mainly we talk about Elon Musk. I think it's like <laughs> random life of things. <laughs> focused all around Elon Musk. Uh, but, like uh, but yeah, if you're interested in uh, in uh, just kind of hearing a couple awesome. dudes talk, and uh, then check that out. It's, uh, like I said, Dynamic and Dramatic Solutions Dad's Podcast. Yeah. Did you put the acronym on there? Yes. Okay, so if you just put in Dad's, you probably, it'll might come maybe, up. Maybe, yeah. Um, it should be, by the time this comes out, maybe it's everywhere, uh, but uh check it out soon um and uh we are like you said we're getting our house organized yeah we I are a bunch of things on facebook and oh. it was awesome today i've got through many items and it's you know we're not trying to make a ton of money we're just trying to get some pot cash in our pockets and and get these things mostly get them out of our house in mm -hmm. our garage and it felt so good and i still have like four items i posted today that i'm like take them mm -hmm. put them at very low cost get oh, them out of my house so nice yeah so nice to even gave it to us at the goodwill truckload of stuff to goodwill is amazing <sighs> purging makes me feel good <laughs> all right so that's what we have for for today we hope you enjoyed this podcast yes. next episode we're going to be talking about how you build relationships during remote learning
I think it'll be a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for you and your students. So mm-hmm. a little of both. So uh, this will be for parents, for educators, everybody, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it'll be a really great conversation. Yeah. So I hope you can join us for that. Um, until then, remember to uh, ask questions, have discussions, and take action. Have a wonderful day. You are listening to Educational Mountains. We help you climb.